things, and there are a lot of them, about covering sports for a living is that you get to learn a lot, and you get to learn it from people who know it better than anybody on the planet. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, where you found this. I would be fascinated to see Nick Herbig tried out at inside linebacker. I've heard this from a lot of other people, some of you as well. And every time I've brought it up with anyone associated with the Steelers, I get this... I'm not sure if I could safely call it condescending, but it's something in that family type of response where it's like, no, he can't do that. How could you think that he could do that? He's an outside linebacker. And there's never even any elaboration to this. It's just get out of here. Now, that's not normally how this sort of thing goes, which is why I tend to enjoy it. If I want to know some inner working thing about football, I'll never hesitate to ask. It's always the best way to relay the most accurate information possible to you. But this question really seems to kind of have them just tilt their heads and look at me like, I don't know, like I'm a novice to the game or something. It's weird. It almost offends them, it seems like. Well... Listen, I'm not going to claim to know what a linebacker's coach or a defensive coordinator or a head coach would know. But all three of those were asked something to this effect at some point over the season and all responded similarly, that Herbig can't do it. To which I will wonder, still, stubbornly, why not? I do get why not if you're going back to the inside linebackers of even 10 years ago, probably more recently. Vince Williams was one of the last of that particular breed. You know, the LeVon Kirkland types, the big bodies who fill the middle and do the crunching and all the tackles get kind of funneled into them so that they can finish the play. And they end up on the sheet with a game high 15 tackles. That type of player no longer exists at inside linebacker or in a 4-3 at middle linebacker for the principal reason that everybody has to be involved in coverage now. So when Omar Khan assembled his group heading into the 2023 season of Cole Holcomb, Landon Roberts, and Quan Alexander, he had one guy out of that trio that they could really trust to drop into coverage, and that was Holcomb, but the other two could do it. So everyone has to be able to do it, while at the same time, they still have to have some bulk about them because they still have to be run stuffers. They still have to be able to be your second line behind your front. If I had to guess, since I've never gotten a straight answer from anybody, Herbig's issue would likely be related to pass coverage since he's not tasked with that. 
in the current scheme. At least not much. You will see occasions in which Alex Highsmith will drop into coverage. You'll see occasions in which TJ Watt will drop into coverage. You won't see it a lot. But here's where I come from on this specific issue. This specific player. Herbig has an ability to make football plays. These are things that don't show up in Indianapolis scouting combines. They sometimes don't show up even in training camp or preseason settings. They show up on Sundays. They show up the way Mike Hilton's playmaking ability did. Hilton couldn't have put anything on tape beforehand that would have convinced anybody that he could make football plays until he was actually in football games making football plays. Well, I don't know what more you'd need to see from Herbig to know that he belongs on the football field a lot more often than he's been. So before you start losing your mind and losing your cap space, going out and hunting down inside linebackers, try to figure out what you can do to get this young man onto the field because when he's out there, he's magic. Now, you can argue small sample size in terms of his snaps. What you can't argue is sample size in relation to his splash. He's 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 getting sacks, strip sacks. His hand on the football on a regular basis, he's just someone who has a nose for this, but also has an ability to close for this. He will finish a play. He's the anti-Miles Garrett, I guess you could call him. Because not only will he get close to somebody, he'll actually tackle them. Do something with the ball, better yet. Just something to think about. I'm not ready to pound a table over this. But when I see a football player who can make football plays, I don't want him on the sideline. When we come back, J1Q. Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and They've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. J1Q comes from Chris, who says, I like the idea of Arthur Smith using the big sets on offense, DK, but will those work with Kenny Pickett? He's too flighty, and I can't see the happy feet going away. So with that in mind, the big sets won't mend well with him, in my opinion. He has to learn to stand in there and step forward, not sideways. Uh, Chris, Pickett's got to do that regardless. He just does. He's at a phase of his career where he's either going to establish himself as a starter 
now, meaning in the year 2024, where he's not going to have that as an option for him. And I don't just mean in Pittsburgh. I mean anywhere. They will paint you. And they will do so in paint that is really, really, really hard to remove. Ask Mason Rudolph. But one point that I think your question affords me a little bit of license to elaborate on here that's kind of related to what you're asking is this. The last Pittsburgh quarterback who I painted as being too nervous in the pocket or having happy feet was Mason. And I said that. And you know why I said that? Because it was true. Mason would tell you the same thing. What happened was that Mason addressed it, and he addressed it emphatically, and he did not address it in 2023. He had addressed it well before that. If you'd watched Mason's preseason performances in 2022 and 2023, and for that matter, if you watched his performance against the Lions in that tie in which he was hosed out of a win because his wide receivers couldn't hold on to the bleeping ball, The happy feet were gone. And I don't mean a little bit gone. I mean a 100% gone. And yet, whenever Mason started this past season, whenever he came in, took the reins, there were a ton of people expressing surprise. Whoa, he looks different. That's not how I remember him. Well, yeah, because that was years ago. And here's hoping for every good reason that Pickett can do the same thing. There's no reason that Pickett couldn't have that coached out of his game. There's no reason with all these months between now and even the first set of OTAs that Pickett with a new coordinator, new quarterbacks coach, and really, if you think about it, probably the biggest humbling of his life with what ended up happening over the final five, six weeks of this past season Shouldn't be able to say, hey, okay, that's it. I'm done. Those rollouts to the left, you've seen the last one of them. Stepping up into the pocket is my new thing. Setting myself, committing myself to the throw, putting the ball where it needs to go. That's my new thing. That's my new me. For anybody to say that that's incorrigible, I mean, you've got an example right under your own roof to show that it can be done. And, you know, that's going to be one of the many, many fun things to watch about the way this summer unfolds. And I'm not talking about the quarterback competition or whatever, any of that stuff. I just mean that no matter who your preference is to be the starting quarterback, and I've made mine clear, the Steelers have everything to gain from both of them. Or even if they bring in a third guy, fourth guy, whatever it is, who'd have an actual chance at anything – Even them, you would want all of them to get better because that allows the Steelers to build assets. And even if you have no use for those assets yourself over time, you can always trade them to the Bears for a second round pick that turns into Joey Porter Jr. And on that happy note, (laughs) let's go into the weekend with a smile. We'll hook up here again on Monday. 